you're listening to Q Marriage Mentors with Jeff Lutz, a podcast featuring conversations with remarkable lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender couples. What makes great relationships work? Jeff will ask the questions. You'll hear the answers. Together, we'll learn. Today, I visited the lake home of Kelly and Sarah Ross in Granite Shoals, Texas. Sarah is the owner of a painting franchise, and Kelly works as an emergency room nurse at Baylor Scott & White. They've been together for 17 years, and Kelly started our conversation by sharing the story of how she and Sarah met. So how we met was um, at at a bar. (laughs) um, It was very recent after my mom passed, so I went out uh, to meet up with a friend and Lo and behold, there was Sarah standing in line waiting for a drink and my friend's talking to me and I completely lost focus on what she was saying and just kept staring at her, staring at her, staring at her. So, and I, I'd say it probably took me a good 20 minutes to work up the nerves and go over and talk to her. So it developed rather quickly after that. She was actually supposed to, she was in grad school and she was supposed to finish school and go home to St. Louis and... I um, I made other plans and uh, <laughs> talked yeah, her out of that. Plan, I talked huh? her right out of it. Sure, yeah. So, um, and we've been together ever since. Sarah, what do you remember about that night when Kelly walked up to you? She finally got the nerve to talk to you. So she didn't actually walk up to me. She sent her friend over. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what I remember. Uh, and and her friend and I actually started chatting, and and then Kelly got involved in the conversation, and it was a, a couple weeks later. The three of us had all been talking and, and doing a couple things together. And Kelly says to me, well, you know who really wanted to know what your name was that night? <laughs> and she finally came clean that it was her. So, um, but it, it was, it, I wasn't going there expecting to meet anybody. Just like Kelly said, I, I had plans of wrapping up school and moving back to St. Louis and uh, fell in love instead. Were you aware of being drawn to Kelly that first night, or did that come later? It, it came later. I mean, truly, I think in this, in our case, opposites attract. Um, she's definitely my opposite when it comes to being a social butterfly and center of attention, and I'd rather kind of hide in the back of the room most of the time. So, um, you know, I was I was attracted to her in that she was the center of attention, but didn't really think that's the kind of person that I would be attracted to, but, but realized pretty quickly that opposites did attract. And, um, we, we were pretty inseparable pretty quickly as I think it typically happens. But, um, she definitely convinced me to stay. I'll say I, I had concerns after finding out that her mom had recently passed and she had gotten out of a relationship. I definitely had some concerns that I was just a rebound, which, was okay to me at the time because I didn't have intentions of staying in Austin long-term either. Um, but as it worked out 17 years later, I'm, I'm not a rebound <laughs> and, uh, it, it worked out well. But as far as, you know, the coming out story, um, I, as Kelly said, I was in my last year of college and I had dated women throughout college, but hadn't completely told my parents what was going on. Um, they, they, I think had an inkling and really were just hoping it was the college phase. And, um, when, when I graduated and uh, decided that I was going to move in with Kelly, uh, thankfully, um, I, I went ahead and came out to my parents and it was actually a really 
bad experience. They did not handle it very well at all. Um, again, I think they had their inklings, but hoped that it was just a, a college phase. And Kelly was 10 years older than me at the time. So they really struggled with that as well. Felt like I was being taken advantage of. And, um, so long story short, they ended up, uh, disowning me for about a year. Um, uh, that was really hard, but thankfully I had Kelly and her dad to, to kind of fall back on. And, um, they supported me through that. And luckily my parents started seeing a counselor and, um, that counselor brought them around to, to talking with me again. And anyways, fast forward, uh, about 13 years it took before really? they, they really met Kelly. Um, and, and now, uh, they live 1.1 miles from us wow. <laughs> or over for dinner. They're over for dinner. Um, it's, it's <laughs> taken a full 360, but it, it took some time and, um, they finally came around. Yay. Therapy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, really. They moved here from St. Louis. <laughs> they did. Yeah. Was it um, religion uh, or what was it that kind of... Mostly, I mean, I, I grew up Baptist. Uh, they're not heavily involved in their faith any longer. I think it just it went against their values, somewhat religious values, but went against their values. And I, I think ultimately they felt like it was a judgment on their parenting um, that I became this way because of something they did. And it took them time to realize that that wasn't the case. Um, to accept you, they'd kind of have to be out. Yeah. Right. As yeah. having a, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And so your mom passed away shortly before you met, uh, Sarah Kelly. Yeah. Um, and tell me more about your dad and how he's involved in your life. Um, so actually my, I came out when I was 21 and, um, I, I'm sure maybe they thought, or I was always a tomboy. And so it was also very difficult and what struck me as odd because my mother had a gay sister, uh, yeah, the middle of the, she, she's the oldest of five and the one right in the middle was, um, gay. So I, I, it struck me as terribly odd. Um, but I was obstinate at 21 and I wasn't going to listen to you're not my daughter and I don't love that part of you. And I'm, I am your daughter. So it took about a year. It took about a year as well. Um, and unfortunately what, fortunately, unfortunately what brought us back together was I was fixing to have, um, surgery, um, a, a rather, rather large, dangerous surgery. And at the end it was one of my mother's sisters that said, listen, she's, that's your daughter. That's your kid. No matter what everything else is, is noise, but that's your daughter. So after that, um, same thing happened. We came full circle. And at the very end, I became one of my mother's primary caregivers. And after my mom died, um, my dad was very, very accepting of Sarah. Uh, I think he actually likes her more than me now. But um, <laughs> my whole family has taken Sarah in and like, like her more than me now, sisters included. But... Um, she's one of, she's a Ross girl now. There's, she's the youngest of five. And so of five Ross girls and, um, my whole family adores her. She's, um, everybody's source of support one way or the other. Um, and I couldn't be more thankful. Um, but that's, that's a little bit bittersweet. Having said, I had to lose my mother to find this, Yes. but, um, man, was it perfect. So yeah, so it's been awesome. Wow. Sarah, you said the pace of your connection when you first met 
that things went pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. But tell me, was there a moment in which each of you knew, okay, this is more than just fun and thrills and dating. I really want to make this long-term. I really want to invest in this. The more time I spent with her, the more time I realized that the, that really fresh pain of having lost my mother, um, I didn't, it didn't hurt as much. And I had something filling a gap, but in a different way. Um, it's true that I had a partner right before then who was, um, uh, she was not supportive whatsoever. And she, she couldn't understand how much of an impact that had on me to lose my mom. Um, but Sarah went with the, after Sarah and I met, she went with the group and she was there for my little grief attacks and, um, nightmares. And, um, she was there for me and my sisters and my dad. And I remember thinking she wrote me an email. I think we'd been seeing each other for almost every, as much as I could every day for a, a solid month after we met. And she wrote me an email that blasted. It was like, well, I, you know, I, I don't have any intention of staying. And, I, you know, I have a partner back in St. Louis that I'll get back to. And and I was like thinking that minute in there, no, you're not. <laughs> you, what? Like you said, you have other plans. <laughs> That's it. I, I was trying to like break her heart slowly. Like, like let's back off. This isn't going to be long term. <laughs> sure. Because you're aware of her recent loss yeah. and you're probably very yeah. sensitive. And I, so I would make sure my dad was okay at the house and then I'd gone to bed and I would grab a bag, pack it full of stuff and 10.30 at night I'd show up at her door while she's doing homework (laughs) and say, hey, so uh, breakfast? (laughs) You know, so it became more like that and we had fun together and talked a lot and, um, and I think finally I just was either a pain in the derriere or she figured out that I wasn't a rebound. It was, it wasn't a rebound situation. I was in it to win it. Yeah. I I remember kind of the, the time for me, I don't know that it was probably earlier than that, but, um, I had signed a, a offer to start with a company back in St. Louis upon my graduation. And that company went under about two or three months before I graduated. Don't tell me what it was, though. So it was Arthur Anderson. So it was one of the big accounting firms. And um, I remember getting that letter saying that my offer had been rescinded, that, you know, they were closing, basically. And uh, I remember, you know, I I think most people at that point would have been extremely disappointed, right? You had signed, you had done all this schooling to go get this career and you had a starting position and all of a sudden it's gone. And and I remember thinking what a relief it was because now I don't have to go back to St. Louis. There's, <laughs> that's what I was really having to go back to St. Louis for. So it was it was scary because I was also about to graduate with debt and didn't have a, a job now. Um, but it, it, I remember that sense of relief that, okay, I can stay and not feel obligated to go back to St. Louis. That's a great story. So tell me what happened next. What's the next chapter in your all's lives together? The next chapter was, um, my dad was still 
in the throes of grief and it, and, and it lasted for him for probably eight months to a year. We both were a source of support with him and we spent a great deal of time with him, but we actually, she enjoyed it. And my father really enjoyed her at first. He was, she was only going to stay for like a month or two until she found her own place. According to what he was thinking. Then and he was like, she helped us develop a relationship and what a bizarre way to start her having to, um, look for a job and she was worried about finances and I was telling her not to worry. And so was my dad. And, but, but being a social support for him too, and not even have to talk, just sit there and be there. And he really enjoyed that. So the next logical step for us was after he started, started to kind of feel better. Um, he, I don't know if he felt like he wanted the privacy or he felt like maybe he wanted us to have our privacy because we'd all live together. Um, so he said, I'm moving out. And uh, I'm going to get my own little condo. And it was probably 1.1 miles, same as, <laughs> as your parents. Um, and and he did that. Um, and so that was when we, you know, we were finally together as a couple alone in our own little house. And we got a dog. and The first time, right? <laughs> yeah. It's just us now. Yeah, it was just us. And got a dog. And, hey, we're a couple. And we're living in our house and living our lives. I can't even remember how many how long we were together before we first had a, like a, a slight argument or anything like that. that and I was like, Oh, mm. uh, <laughs> it was, I mean, I was heaven on earth and I couldn't believe it. And it was perfect. And I was like, man, how lucky could I be? So, and it's gone on from there. We've had an argument or two since then, but it's gone on. <laughs> I would hope so. I remember our, our first trip. So shortly after I moved in with her and her dad, she won a trip to Mexico. And that was that us taking that time away for us with, with not having the responsibilities of work and finding a job and, um, you know, caring for her dad and just having that time away was what really, I think was the next step in our relationship and realizing that we enjoy this. We enjoy our time together. So tell me a little bit more about your professional lives and over the years, how those have commingled together. I am that what she does on a daily basis, people managing and making this business run. And she has been one of the top five earners in a national franchise of more than how many? 150. 150 franchises. She's in the top five earners wow. um, every month. And then the top five, the last couple, three years or whatever. Um, I'm so proud of who she's become with that job and making this go. And without, I have zero to do with it. I, I do my job and she does hers. Um, I hear about it and she, and she vents to me. I vent to her. I think the, the fact that we do things that are completely different from each other and we both have terrible amount of respect. I mean, just so much respect for what she does and et cetera, you know, vice versa. I think that that has, um, been a, a huge factor in keeping us together for so long. We don't have to get involved. I don't have to get involved with that. She doesn't have to get involved with what I do with You're what I connected, do. but not enmeshed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I agree. It's definitely opposites attract there, too, because there's no way that I could do what Kelly does. And the patience that she has with, with her patients and their families and just it, it's, it, it boggles my mind how she can do what she does and stay calm in the things that she sees. And um, we, we talked about when we started this last painting business and I, I quit my job, we talked about trying to work together and maybe her leaving that, that line and uh, coming to work with me. And, and I mean, the fact of the matter is she, she loves what she does. She loves the patient care. And um, I think she would truly miss that. And then we've ultimately decided that if she came on board in the painting business, we'd probably have no painters because she'd fire them all. And <laughs> I, I don't think we could work together. Quite honestly, I think we, we both, um, need that separate professional space and, and to, to go off and do what we do. And, and like you said, have the opportunity to still come back and vent to one another and talk about our days, but I don't have to see them cutting somebody open and she doesn't have to deal with my painters. And sure. uh, I think it works out well. I've talked to some couples that run a business together mm -hmm. and some of them have done it for many years successfully. But one of yeah. the challenges is at the end of the day, they struggle with what to talk about <laughs> because they were both there and they both saw it and they yeah. both know what's going on. Yeah. And you guys have different um, work situations Absolutely. that you can share with each other and keep it interesting. Yeah, absolutely. And the fact what her talking about that I'd fire everybody. I was a people manager too. And it's hard for me to, it's hard for me to, um, to hold it together when she is one of her guys that, you know, drops a five gallon bucket of paint right in the middle of somebody's living room. <laughs> and it ends up looking like Vietnam in their living room. And man, I tell you, I've had to, establish my own boundaries so that I don't jump in and go, you know, that's my business too. And I think you should be fired. Even though I do um, think maybe somebody should be fired. I, I, I give that over and I have to reel myself back because I don't want that to be a source of tension between us. Cause obviously she's doing a, a tremendous job of keeping that together. I hear a lot of respect oh, for yeah. each other. Vice versa, yeah. yeah. Tell me besides your mom passing away and your father grieving early on, what has been the biggest challenge in your 17 years together and how have you overcome it? One of the biggest challenges, of course, was, um, her parents. When, um, when they disowned her, it was in such a dramatic and, and a very dramatic and hurtful fashion that, man, I had to take a deep breath, count to 10, um, because it was, it was hurtful, but I remember, you know, very right then and there losing my mother and I never want to be the person that comes between a mother and their daughter. So I had to let that go and I had to just let it go and let it play out like this. And as long as I could hold her, if she had, you know, if she needed that for me, I would do that. And, um, and then I remember the time that I put my foot down was when Sarah's mom said, if you go to counseling with us, then we'll start talking again. And I was like, wait, but this is not your problem. It's their problem. It's their problem with who you are and that about you. But again, and, and I made that very clear that I had a problem with that, but it was not my place to, I wasn't going to say I'm not, I don't accept it. 
Um, and so I let it be. And for many, many years, like she said, and then one day, uh, I was invited to Thanksgiving and I was blown away by that. So now we don't have to split holidays between her parents, you know, my family, her family, and we don't have to be away from each other for the holidays. So it's pretty cool. It's really awesome. Do you agree with that, Sarah? Was that kind of one of the most challenging? Uh, probably, um, especially for for me. Um, but like I said, I and Kelly's mentioned. I mean, her family became my family, so I, I kind of had that connection with the family. Still, it, it took time to get over it. The, I think outside of the the time that they didn't talk to me at all, the next hardest time was when they talked to me. But I couldn't even mention Kelly's name, you know, so I'm, I'm kind of rebuilding that relationship with them, but they don't, they still really don't know who I am and what's going on in my life. And during that time, um, in fact, the first time they actually met Kelly, Kelly doesn't, uh, recall it because she, she had started having seizures and, uh, I, we had gotten her home from being hospitalized at one point. And at that, at that time, my parents lived in San Antonio and we were in Austin. So it wasn't terribly far. And, um, as she got home and, and pretty quickly had another seizure and I had to call an ambulance. And I remember calling my mom as I'm following the ambulance down the street to get wow. her back to the hospital. And my mom just said, I'm coming. And, and that was kind of a shocker, but that's what I needed. And I think she knew I needed that. And so, uh, she actually saw Kelly in the hospital. Um, but Kelly of course wasn't, wasn't there yet. Wasn't, uh, wasn't all put back together from having the seizures. So, uh, that, that was hard. It was, it was hard going through it with my parents, but it was also hard with the, um, Kelly having the seizures and yeah. dealing with that. What is it that touches you so much, even recalling it now? I think knowing that my mom finally had come to that realization that I have another life, and that life is is pulling me right now, and I need her to come along for the ride. And then getting, trying to figure out what was going on with Kelly and helping get her over whatever was causing those seizures so that I could have her back. Yeah. Very scary time. Yeah. Very, yeah. I think, uh, I don't, of course, recall a lot of that, um, but I know that when I, after one of those were, I think I was out for a day when I finally woke up and saw she was there and then my sisters and my dad and, they were all, you know, laughing and they were, they were able to support each other because it was, it was a scary time for us. Um, and then, and I think it, it's developed since then, like with her parents, it's developed since then. You know, I, I fish with her dad and we, we have supper together and I, you know, I help if her parents need help at their house. And, um, I think that was part of the hard part for me from the very beginning because I knew my dad would love Kelly. He just wouldn't even meet her because it was another woman instead of a man, you know, but I knew he'd love her, her personality. I knew they'd get along. So it was, I was really happy when that finally happened. Yeah. We, we, we talk about fishing and 
he talks about politics and I leave the room. <laughs> so <laughs> he's yeah. very passionate about that. I'll just say anyways. Um, leaving the room is a, uh, an appropriate coping strategy. It really? Sometimes. It is. <laughs> and then this past year, this past, we made another huge step, huge step with all this is my, her parents finally met my family. They finally met my dad and his wife and then the other sisters. They'd met my my twin sister, but they hadn't met my youngest and oldest sister and their kids and never met my dad. I mean, they stood next to each other. Her dad, her mom, and my dad stood next to each other when I was in the hospital having a seizure. And he didn't know who she was. and They never talked. No. And so they finally actually got to meet, shake hands, and sit across from the table each other at, at Thanksgiving. And it was, mm-hmm. it was very touching for me to see, to look across the kitchen at 20 members of the family in the same room. And that included my, my, my in-laws. It was, it was awesome. It was awesome. So, and we'll just go from there. I mean, we're going from there. So, yeah. yep. I'm super impressed. Has there ever been a time when you thought it might not work? Not really. I mean, we've struggled, as Kelly mentioned, you know, in that process of starting a new business. That was that was challenging. Um, I, I didn't anticipate how that would affect our relationship, and it's it's our shared money that's in the business. So. You know, I had told her when she, she said, yeah, if you want to do this, do it. I said, you know, my, my promise to you is that I'm not going to get us head over heels in debt. I'm not going to, you know, run up a bunch of debt trying to launch this business. I'll give it a year. If I can make it happen, I'll make it happen. And I think for the most part, that first year was okay. She, she, you know, was accepting that there, there were going to be some challenges that we'd have to work through that first year. It was, it was a little after that, after the business started to grow and we were trying to decide, you know, do we stay in this business? Do we sell this business? Um, she was seeing the challenges that I was having in the business and I was probably, venting too much in a way, right? I was only telling her about all the bad stuff (laughs) over the dinner table. You know, you won't believe what so-and-so did today. And I had to deal with this customer today and I wasn't telling her any of the the good stuff. And I think once she started to see that the business was succeeding and that we were creating value for, for our retirement, for, for ourselves, that it was worth it. Um, I would say, you know, other than health issues, that's, and it wasn't like health issues was a, um, something we would have separated over. It just it put a strain on 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 the the relationship. Um, the business was probably the next biggest thing, but that's really all I can. But perhaps think of. made you stronger. Oh, in the end, oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. And she's been so supportive with me going back to school. Mm-hmm. So I, and you know taking that on and uh, the the countless nights I'm awake all night long studying and, um, and I have to, that's a work balance because man, I would just love to go outside and do chores with her and be out in the sun and, um, creating and, and for us, our home. And I know that my schooling puts me in a better position to do that and more for us, our home, our retirement. Um, but that's difficult, but she's been so supportive um, every step of the way, every step, every time I say, okay, I'm doing this again. And then I 
have to convince myself that I'm doing it again, and then I have to ask her, why am I doing this again? So, <laughs> What are your wishes, hopes, and dreams for the next 17 years together? Uh, well, um, we just bought a brand new boat. And we'd owned a boat before, but buying a brand new boat with um, a brand new payment <laughs> is, uh, that's a commitment in any event, but um, like she didn't, she didn't, she was never a boat person and I was. And so we found the past 17 years, we found things that we have in common and spend more time to doing that than, um, than the things that we know are going to cause tension. Um, the things you have to get done, but we hope to do that. I mean, we found, okay, here's a new boat. We can spend every minute we possibly can doing that. And we know that we plan that out days and weeks in advance and scheduling vacations. Um, we know that we enjoy doing those things and we have found our common ground. We like going to a resort and letting somebody else do all the work while we just walk around and shop and lay at the pool. Um, you like walking around and shopping. You, you sound like a gay man. I know it. I, well, we were just, as a matter of fact, we were just talking about that. I was like, I can't believe what a shopper you have turned me into. And she was like, actually, I, you shop more than I do now. And I'm like, God, I, yeah, I, it's terrible. I do say she, she has healthy addictions, though. You know, there's no drug addictions. There's no alcohol it's it's dvds <laughs> you know for me it's it's the same as kelly said you know there's a lot that i see in our future but it's all i think the simple basic stuff you know i, I want to see kelly be able to retire in 17 years i want to make our business successful enough that she can leave her career at a young enough age to enjoy retirement um i i think you know the the pro and kind of having my parents live closer now is is we're going to be responsible for caring for them. I, I want her to be able to retire and I want her help in caring for them because I think she's going to be great at that. And I think they're going to appreciate that in the end. Um, the boat is definitely a huge draw We're we're going to enjoy that. And the fact that we live very close to the lake. Um, but as Kelly mentioned on, on vacations, we decided a, a year ago that we were going to buy a timeshare when we had taken a vacation together. And, uh, in doing so, we said, you know, we'll, we'll trade off each year. One year we'll take your family on a trip. The next year we'll take my family on a trip. And so we just took her dad to Branson, uh, uh this last fall, which was a lot of fun. Nice. Um, so, you know, I, I, I want to make sure we're setting that time aside and actually doing that and not just work, work, work. Um, but yeah, I think just truly enjoy the time that we have in life and ultimately get her retired so that she can enjoy her time off too. I would like to add one thing. Yeah. The key to the key to part of the longevity is, um, uh, Sarah doesn't like flowers or cards <laughs> or jewelry. It's that's not her love language. No, her love language is I finally figured out the very perfect, the perfect Christmas present, the perfect Christmas present. And she will tell anybody and everybody that it's what it's my king size electric heated blanket. King size heated electric blanket. Yeah. I like I've said for a long time and I think sometimes this aggravates Kelly when I said it, but it, to me, you spooning me is we're falling asleep. 
is as meaningful to me as intimacy. That's, that is my time. Just, just hold me, just be close to me. Let's cuddle. So yeah, that electric blanket in our king size bed, it's perfect because my side can be hot. Her side doesn't have to be turned it up on at all, but we can still be cuddling and both be at the perfect temperature. I love it. <laughs> so 17, Chris, do you have like 17 electric blankets? Or? We've gone through several. We've gone through several. So We're almost out of time, but we have some young LGBT couples that listen to this podcast. What would you tell them? in addition to what you just shared, Kelly, is kind of the secret to longevity and having a happy, healthy relationship. I would say you have to, you have to be honest with each other and you have to not be afraid to, to talk to each other about the things that you don't agree with. You have to not, not push those away and wait till it comes to a head because in that moment in time, you say things you can't take back. Even if you apologize, you can't take it back. You said it. Um, and so far in our 17 years, we haven't had that. That's not something we've had to experience ever. We can talk about it. We can be honest about it. And, and we've found our common ground and then find the things that we love to do together and do that stuff. Don't wait. Be honest with each other. Talk about things as they come up and focus now on shared interest. Yeah. Things that you enjoy together. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I think it is easier to have a relationship when you're out because then others recognize the relationship and, and know that it's just like any other relationship. We're going to have our difficult times. There's going to be things we don't always agree on. And, and I think for others to see that as acceptable makes us feel like it's acceptable that we don't always have to be perfect, that we're going to have disagreements. And that's the same in any relationship. Thank you so much for allowing me into your home and talking to me today. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Do you know any LGBT couples with interesting stories and wisdom to share on the show? Jeff would love to meet them. So please contact him through the website at qmarriagementors.com. Until next time, thanks for listening and have a great week.